You are listening to Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast, and it is by no accident. You are drawn to us uh, because of your passion for classic movies, great beer, and cool dudes. Join us today as we watch 1968 classic movie with classic cars, Bullet, starring Steve McQueen. We're joined halfway by legendary Cineman guest Dustin Cleaver. And of course, like always, we're drinking Gilgamesh. They're making a beer for everyone, so get over to GilgameshBrewing.com, check out their amazing stable of beers and find one just for you, and come back, listen to part one, and then tune in next week for part two. It's Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. Whoops. God bless it. Hi. Hello. Welcome. We welcome you. You, the listener. Us, the talkers. Yes. (laughs) That's right. It's Cinnamon, the spiciest movie podcast. I'm your host, Rhett. I am John. The other host. (laughs) Um... Tonight, John, we're watching a classic, 1968, or so we're told. <laughs> Our sources let us know. It's Steve McQueen's movie, Bullet. It takes place in San Francisco. He's a detective looking into, I don't know, God knows what, but we're about to find out. But yep. first, John? First and foremost. I'd like to suggest a toast. To ancient times and distant music. Ah, right now, we're drinking uh, Gilgamesh's Hopscotch. Ah, Hopscotch, which is a... Dry hopped, strong ale. (laughs) Scottish-inspired dry hopped, strong ale. Yeah, very good, very good. Hopscotch has always been one of my favorites, because personally, like, I kind of prefer those darker, kind of more amber-esque beers. It's got a little bit more hops than, than malt. Yeah, you know, it's the first time I've had it. I typically don't like beers on the darker side. Rhett and I were just discussing earlier today, though, that uh, with the weather starting to get a little chillier, I've I've expanded my my beer horizons, and this is a very good beer. Yeah, it's not too bad. Now I'm enjoying it. Um, we only on our first two drinks, so we'll discover uh, what more there is. We got a couple other beers that we're going to talk about with you as the as the time goes on. Some other fantastic beers. Yeah. But I think right now we're going to hit play on the movie. We're going to talk some beer. We're going to talk 1968, early 70s uh, San Francisco. And Steve McQueen. And Steve McQueen. We'll press and play. Jazz in a dark room. That's awesome. Hell yeah, dude. This is what's up. So... Now, my only real memory of, like, Steve McQueen at all is, uh... Sheryl Crow. Sheryl Crow's in this? Sheryl Crow. Who's Sheryl Crow? She's a singer that has a song about Steve McQueen. Does she really? Yeah. How do you know this shit? Because that's my first memory of Steve McQueen. I'm always, like, the wrong person, though, to, like, 
talk movies with because I don't know actors. Like we I don't know both names. are. Listen to this piece, dude. I'm telling this you, this is legit. It's when you know you're in for a good flick. Some we are classic. we are uh, on location today, not in the studio. We are in the private screening room. Yep. Where stuff are screens. That's right. Universal sent this right over. Actually, oh, Universal. I'm gonna say <laughs> right over, over just a few, few decades late. Uh, oh, pulling the pin. That music is awesome. But like I was saying though about Steve McQueen, like my dad loved Steve McQueen movies, so he would always talk about them. And he had this one when I was a kid growing up, and it was uh, it was called The Hunter. Mm. And it was about Steve McQueen, and he's a bounty hunter. And it's famous for his most famous scene was this scene where he chases these guys in this car while he's in a like a, cro- a corn uh, combine. I always said a combine, but you always corrected me whenever I said that. Well, that, that it depends what they're. He chased them through the cornfield. Was it set in the Midwest? No. Where was that? In California. Oh well, then it could have been it could have been sweet corn, which in case, in which case it would have been a sweet corn harvester, or it could have been grain corn, in which case it would have been uh, combine, or it could have been field corn for silage, in which case it would have been a chopper. So there's a few different options there. Well, it was this big thing, and it was like, choo, 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 choo. yeah. So and the little car is like driving through the cornfield, and the big turbine thing is like behind <laughs> it, like chopping away. Uh, that's his most famous scene. So that's pretty cool. Yeah. Total classic, dude. Now, <clears throat> what did I say this movie was about? <laughs> He's a detective in San Francisco getting to the bottom of a... Uh, you know what the back of the box says rank? about this? What? It features San Francisco locations. All right, here's what it says. Bullet crackles with authenticity. San Francisco locations. Crisp dialogue. And to the letter police hospital and morgue procedures <laughs> well, finally a movie with to the letter morgue procedures <laughs> how long have we been wanting that <laughs> how long have we been demanding i'm pretty sure if you go back and listen to every episode <laughs> they're not doing that correctly in the morgue scene you know hollywood these days could learn something from hollywood in the day Every episode, a cinnamon, we said it. Why isn't there two the letter Borg procedures? And if you don't believe us, go back and listen to it. That's a good idea. Uh, sorry, we like blew the listener up right there. I saw that. I don't even give a fuck, though. Well, I do. I think we only have one listener. If they're gone, guess what? Yeah, we're shit out of luck. Um, hey, Oscar winner. Who's Oscar. This movie won an Oscar, Dad. An Oscar. An Academy Award. For best film editing for 1968. Best film editing in morgue scenes. How did this beat 2001 for best film editing in 1968? Is that when 2001 came out? Yeah. Are we sure that's when this movie came out? It says it right here. Best film editing, 1968. Well, then I guess it probably came out in 1968, huh? This razor-edged thriller features one of cinema history's most memorable car chases. Ooh. Buckle up. <laughs> <laughs> they wrote that in the 1980s. 
Robert Duvall's in this. I noticed that. Uh, did you? Yeah, I saw it on the box. And then, yeah, Robert Duvall. He's a good actor. I like Robert Duvall. Yeah. Thank you. He, <laughs> he can play a wide range of characters. Love the smell of napalm in the morning. Is that his line? Yep. No. Yeah. Really? That's Robert Duvall. How did I not know that? It's a great movie. Yeah, I just like was... Oh, no. I keep... That's Apocalypse Now, right? Yeah. It's weird because I always like think about... I've been thinking a lot about Vietnam War movies lately because of when I played in Hair, which is Vietnam War era. It takes place in 1968, I think. Yeah, 1968. Is there a car chase in the middle of it? Dude, there should be. How are the morgue stands? Are they to the letter? To the letter morgue procedures. Well, good. Good. (laughs) Uh, No, it's not. But, but, um, but, you know, it takes place during that time, Vietnam War stuff. And uh, that's what the focus of hair is about the Vietnam War and all that sort of stuff. So, um, so I've been thinking about the movies a lot, and I was telling Kane on episode of Duel of Taints not that long ago that I wanted to go through, and I wanted to watch Stan- all of Stanley Kubrick's movies from, like, you know, from the first one to his last one, like, in the order he made them. Not in one day, obviously, but just, like, boom, watch that, boom, watch that, boom, watch yeah. that. And obviously what, you know, Full Metal Jacket was one he made. Yeah. Pretty good movie. Yeah, not bad. Not bad at all. So is this uh, beer speaking to you a little bit more? No, I'm just drinking and I'm not listening to it. I mean, it's a, it's got malt, right? It's got a little bit of maltiness. Yeah, but to be honest, it's not as malty as I thought it would be. Yeah. It's nice because I think it's... I, at first I was tasting more hops than malt, but now I'm tasting more malt than hops, which I, I'm enjoying more. So yeah. I'm not a big hops fan. I mean, it's fine. And I'm kind of the other way, and I'm finding it very balanced. Yeah, it is. I prefer more hops than malt. It is. Got a good, rich, dark flavor, though. Yeah, it does. Hopscotch has always been one of my favorites. And for those of you who like to get more bang for your buck, I think it's like 8.5% mm-hmm. alcohol content. So. When I see it, I want to be eating like a big hunk of homemade bread with some stewed beef. I was going to say stewed beef and like yeah. a piece of cornbread or something. Yeah. Well, that's Irish, I guess, but is cornbread Irish? No. I don't know. That's Southern. Really? Is that Soda an American invention? I mean, it might not be, but when I think cornbread, I think, you know, cornbread and chili and fried chicken. Pecan pie. Sweet spud pie, all that thing. There's Steve McQueen right there. You know what I bet wouldn't go good in this beer? What? Cream. Like I've tried to put beers in the past. Dude, I know. I listened to that the other day and I was like, you dumb. You dumb. I don't know why I thought that would be good. Damn, dude. Look at look at San Francisco in 1968, dude. Now, my dad was graduating high school in 1968, I thought. Is he an extra? No. But he lived in San Francisco after he graduated college, which I assume, early 70s, I always assume he lived there like around 1972. Mm-hmm. And it just, dude, every time he tells stories about it, I'm like, man, that sounds like the coolest time to live in San Francisco. Like, it really did. What did he do when he lived there? 
He just, I don't, first he worked for the railroad. Oh, cool. And, um, yeah, he told me a story, like, you know, because he worked, God, man, he could tell you exactly, and I feel terrible, I always forget, but he worked for, like, the vice president. He was, like, the vice president of the railroad company's assistant. Really? Yeah. Huh. Yeah, and um, he always told these stories about these two guys, dude. They were accountants for for the railroad company, and they wore suits to work every day, and they would go to their offices, and they sat desk over here, desk over here, and they just crunched numbers all day, got up at 5 o'clock, went home, and they did that for 30 years, <laughs> both of them. I mean, that was their life. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, what a difference, though, that, like, a generation makes in the sense it's, like, could you ever imagine yourself working a job for 30 years? Like, one job, same company, 30 years, in the same desk, in the same cubicle? I'd like to think so. <clears throat> the position I'm in now, there's some guys that that do it, you know, from the day they graduate college to the day they retire. But that's what I mean, though, like, because they're all older than you, or? Well, guys that are retiring are, yeah. That's what I mean. Like, what a difference a generation makes. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. You know, and it's before because you used to have these big companies. And the way, the reason you saw it more, I think, back then, too, is because you used to have these big companies that sort of ran things, right? You had, like, Ford and all this stuff, and you went to work at the Ford plant, and that's where you retired. You retired from the Ford plant. Why would you leave? You exactly. Make the, it more a lot money? of the companies didn't give you a reason to leave. Yeah. That's a good point. And people are more than happy to do that. And that's the same thing, like, with these guys. Like, the freaking, you know, they're working in this office day in, day out. They wear suits. They sit in the same desk. They eat the same lunch every day. <laughs> and that was their life. That's what... I couldn't do the same lunch every day. <laughs> yeah, that's where I crossed the line. <laughs> it is. <laughs> Sometimes I get into swings, though. You ever do that where you just, like, eat the same thing for lunch every day? Uh, not the same, but I can very do it for like similar. two weeks straight sometimes when I'm really binging on something I yeah. like. Oh, dude. Because then you get into your ritual, the way that you like to eat it, right, dude? Yeah. And yeah, you just yeah. like get into that zone and you're like, oh, God, yes, dude. Like I had this thing with chicken strips once. <laughs> and I go and order three chicken strips and I get like just the right amount of honey mustard, dude. And I could just like milk that honey mustard. <laughs> like it was amazing, dude. Amazing. Chicken. Don't elevators like that scare people nowadays? <laughs> like, they don't want to get into an elevator where you have to, like, open a door. Well, yeah, those, I don't know what, I don't know what kind of doors you call those, expanding metal doors, something. They're crazy. All the old movies, that's how people die. <laughs> that's right, that's the how expanding they metal doors? die. Yeah, dude, well, to the letter morgue procedures. <laughs> It starts with how they die, doesn't it? Wait, did the movie did the movie box mention anything about two the letter uh, elevator operating procedures? No, but that well, should, then that scene clearly. was probably doctored somehow. Dude won an Oscar for best editing. Yeah, <laughs> trick photography in the, in the elevator scene. <laughs> That's the clip they played at the Oscars. That <coughs> I can already tell this movie's pretty dang good though. Ah, oh, dude, for real. You might have to watch it again when we're not just, like, talking yeah. about other stuff. We could just be quiet and enjoy the movie, like civilized people. All right, let's just not talk for another hour and a half. That's all right. We got a good 15 minutes of content. <laughs> <laughs> You'll be able to slow that down, right? Yeah, I think so. 
slow it down four times so it fills about an hour. <laughs> oh, dude, have you seen Black Mass? No, but I want to. Oh, I want to see it so bad. Oh, doesn't it look badass? What do you got dude? going on tomorrow afternoon? I got to finish working oh, on my yeah. house. Yeah, dang it. I mean, I'd go see it because Alex has a it has a deal from like two to five or something. I mean, if you want to come help me in the morning, <laughs> I can't. I can't. Oh, you little bitch! <laughs> no, I can't. It's I'm, not worth that. I'm volunteering at church. I'm shaving the homeless's beards. No, you're not. No, you're right. I'm the not. homeless would never let you touch their beards. <laughs> yeah, I wouldn't want to touch their beards unless they really wanted. No, that's fine. If you got church stuff going on, that's cool. I just, uh, the biggest thing I got going on is just the garage tomorrow. Like yeah. I said, I got. I didn't know you had a garage over there, to be honest. Did you see it? No. Oh. I know where it is. I just didn't know it was yours. Yeah. That's where I have all my music stuff. So I got some PA speakers in there and then seven drum sets. <laughs> You ought to just give those away early Christmas presents. <laughs> Drop them at people's doors with a red bow on them. I really would have liked to have found, like, some kids that were, like, getting into music to just, like, give them to. What about donating them to a school or schools? I don't know if they'd accept a donation like that. That's true. I mean, I would be more than willing to, like, give one to, like... I don't know which schools, though. You know what I mean? I don't mean? know either, yeah, because... Yeah, it's a good, good You know, question. and, like, part of me is, like, okay, well, maybe I can hang on to them, and I just put the word out with, like, band teachers and stuff that want to form a jazz band. And it's, like, you know, because Patrick f- kind of pushed us to uh, buy our own drum sets when we were first starting, and that's fine, but it's expensive, right? Oh, yeah. So, like, maybe I just tell band directors and stuff, like, have your students' parents get in touch with me if they're looking at buying drum sets. Like, good call. I'll give them... For you know, not for free, I guess, but a good, really good deal. Like I was willing to take less than a hundred bucks for a drum set when I had one out for a garage sale. That's pretty smoking. You know, so it's like maybe I won't have a full set because I don't have enough symbols for all that. But at least you get the shells, and then maybe you can buy some symbols that you like. Yeah, but that's all it is, dude. You get good drum heads on your crappy drums, and you get good symbols on there. And that's how you turn a crappy drum set into, uh, you know, a piece of gold, basically. Yeah. So, what is she wearing? I know it's 1968, but she's literally wearing a yellow long sleeve shirt, and that's it. <laughs> it's just a raincoat. <sighs> They're doing. Are math. they doing? Are they doing to the letter hydraulic math? Is that on the box? It must be, dude. That's probably what they won the Oscar for. It's to the letter Pacific hydraulic piping map. company. Yeah, exactly. No wonder they just let her get away wearing whatever she wants. She has a pair of like knee high boots on and a yellow t- like long sleeve shirt, and that's it. Mini- it's like supposed to be a dress or something. She maybe, probably has but- a mini skirt on underneath. Dude, it looks like she just woke up in the morning and is making him pancakes. Like, I can't tell if this is, like, an after-sex... See, look at that! Dude, she's not wearing No, she's anything. not wearing anything, is she? I told you, dude. <laughs> it was I the 60s. Couldn't tell if this was, like, an after-morning, like, you know, like, let me make you pancakes while I wear your shirt type of thing. Because the shirt was definitely a little big for her, too. Like, yeah. the idea was, like, I'm going to wear a loose shirt and it's going to look like a dress. I don't know why he needed to know piping for his, like, detective work. <laughs> I think we're probably missing some key elements of the of the movie at this point. Coffee cantata? What does that mean? What? 
I don't know. Cantata. He was talking. Oh, oh Jackson, yes, dude. Nobody plays upright bass anymore. Upright bass is so cool. I know. Just like my dad lived in an all black gyms. neighborhood in San Francisco. Oh, look at this, dude. That's legit. There's no way that's San Francisco. Is this authentic San Francisco locale? Why were their menus that big? I'm just like rolled up frayed pieces of paper. And like had a fancy print on the front. Did you see that? Yeah. Oh, jazz flute. shit, dude. There's jazz like a jazz flute. Flute going, jazz flute solo going on. And she is so into it. I love these cutscenes. There's cutscenes of people eating. He's eating the room. while listening to jazz. This uses like a lot of typical like noir tropes. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't think this is noir though. Like, right? You wouldn't classify it as that. No, I mean, I've definitely seen newer noir movies in like you know the 40s and 50s that are even shot in color, but it's just kind of the general feel is a lot darker. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's kind of the noir deal. It's got a lot of oh, noir tropes, it. though. Like, the lighting, like, on the eyes, where it's, like, only illuminating the eyes. Yep. And, like... You like film noir movies? Yeah. I mean, I don't know. What's a film noir movie, though? Like... I can't think of any. I know I've watched a handful. Like, I like noir-type stuff, but I don't even really know what it is. Like, I just kind of know the tropes that like, they I think, follow. I and... think Sin City is kind of considered film noir. I've never seen it, but it seems like I've heard that. What a weird word. Noir. noir. Yeah. Noir. 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 Pino. Noir. <laughs> I tell you the story about the man... spelled differently... I tell you the story about the Mount Angel Deli one time. Yeah, and the guy came in and said, "You got any Pinot?" He came in in like a full like overcoat. <laughs> I was with really, you. You were yes. Really fancy hat. Hey, excuse me. Do you have any Pinot Noir? You know they have Pinot Noir there. Well, yeah, but it's in like a jug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this guy was going to like a millionaire's Thanksgiving or something. You know what's hilarious though is just like the fact that I mean you said it and I believed you, but I was like. I was like, why is that a big deal? And you're like, dude, Pinot's fancy wine. <laughs> That's what you said to me. O- only rich people can afford Pinot. Well, you didn't say that, but it was like, and he's looking for fancy wine in the deli. And I was like, oh. <laughs> you were there, you just said. Yeah, I was there, but okay. I didn't understand it because I didn't understand anything about wine. Okay, okay. I think it's I'm just... not the wino that I am now. <laughs> like, I was I like th- 17. <laughs> we were pretty young. I think it's just the way he said it. He was asking like he wanted yeah, to like, remember a the suit and he's like bottle shop. And he asked him and he's like, Do you have any Pinot? <laughs> and I'm pretty sure the deli guy was like Uh Bud Light? He I think he just pointed <laughs> in the back and he's like, That's all we have. <laughs> Their wine selection has grown considerably. Has it? Yeah. Have you ever bought the uh, little box of wine? It's just like a carton. It's like three glasses or something. Yeah. I've thought about it. I've tried wine in a lot of different forms. But to keep on going back to uh, Mad Dog 2020. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. I like that sparkling, like, what is that called? Or uh, juice wine, I guess? Or what is it? Uh, ju- wine cocktail? 
wine cooler. It's not really a wine cooler, is it? I don't know what you're talking about. MD twenty twenty. Isn't Mad Dog twenty twenty like fortified wine? So it's like twenty percent. Fortified wine. There you go. That's the word I was looking okay. for. I kept saying like sparkling wine, yeah. uh, juice wine cocktail. Never had fortified wine. It sounds terrible. Yeah, dude. It's I don't know. I've never had it. Mad Dog twenty twenty myself, but <laughs> and it's not really called Mad Dog, is it? That's just like a nickname. I think that's probably its name. I think because it's called MD twenty twenty, and the MD stands for Mad Dog. <laughs> yeah, like as a joke. Oh, you think it's something else like? Morris Dillard or some crazy yeah name. just like you know that, people it like could mad be. dog dude cause everybody used to drink it in high school you know like oh really oh shit dude a guy got blown away in a hotel room he got shot in the shoulder with a silenced shotgun which is awesome by the way you know they don't really work like that you still hear a shotgun well yeah and be like Holy shit, someone just shot a shotgun. <laughs> yeah, that's true. They have a long tube on the end. <laughs> He's still alive? Well, because there's like goose guns that are extra long barrels that are pretty quiet. That's true. I mean, the loudest guns are going to be like, you know, your short barrel. Generally, like your Ever show you my guns. dad's short barrel shotgun? No. The barrel was the length of the shell? Two and a half inches? No. Yeah, it was for gophers. <laughs> It was just long enough to put the shell in there. Oh, my God. And then the trigger, which obviously operated the hammer, came out in front, right in front of the barrel. It had, like, a little piece where you put, like, you know, peanut butter or something for them to eat. <laughs> <laughs> they're illegal, but they're awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> they're illegal. Go to my dad's house and blah, 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 blah. Oh, dude, I meant to text you the other night. I was watching a movie. What movie was it? And they're like, oh, that's Mr. Yoder. Or something like that. And I was like, John, your family made it! <laughs> well, Yoder's a big Amish name. Is it? Yeah. I watched District 9 last night. Maybe that was it. There's a Yoder in District 9. Could be. Lots of Amish people in South Africa. <laughs> Instead of the Pennsylvania Dutch, the uh, Johannesburg Dutch. <laughs> the Johannesburg Dutch. Oh, there's the two let to the letter EMS procedures. They didn't say that. Oh, was it just uh, police and morgue? And hospital. Oh, and hospital. Well, that's coming up next. EMS is not hospital. Mm, you're right. It's pre-hospital. How do you think they got it so accurately? You think they really did these things? They really shot that guy with a shotgun to see <laughs> Look how they... Look at the one they had him in the elevator. He wouldn't fit, dude. They had to stand him <laughs> up. <laughs> that was amazing. Can you imagine someone doing that this day and age? Oh, Times were rough. <laughs> Apparently. See, now that would be good with cream. <laughs> it would be, though. That's like the messed up part. Like, have you ever had a cream ale? Yes. They put, like, powdered milk in it. Uh, the messed up part is John is, like, half right about this. By the way, guys, we're joined now in the studio with Dustin. You might not be able to hear him because, sorry, we don't have a microphone for you. But Do we want to have him sit here? You're more welcome to come sit right in the middle. Uh, Dustin, if you didn't know, we're watching Bullet. Here you go. This is everything you need to know. <laughs> Real, to the letter, police, hospital, In and more procedures. Yeah, to the letter. I mean, we've been wanting this. For this a is a while. good movie, dude. This is my dad. This is one of my dad's favorites when he was growing up. Well, I'm pretty sure I've seen it. 
probably have, yeah. dude. And feel free to drive. like set your beard down and relax a little bit, dude. <laughs> and on my drive here, I realized after talking to John why I, this movie came to mind so fast when he said the name. 2008, Ford did a commemorative car. They did, yes, they did. That's the right. Bullet, and they showed Mustang. Steve McQueen driving it. Oh, really? Oh, I didn't know they that. They edited him into driving the car <laughs> in the commercial. That's right. Good memory, Dustin. That's pretty cool. God, I hate you both. When it comes to cars, you guys should know everything. <laughs> oh, Lordy. Anyways. I hope the next scene is in the hospital. I, I want to see the, see the, see the correct the 1968 to the ladder procedure. Well, we already saw that they like stood a guy upright on a gurney, like in the elevator with a shotgun. Woo! <laughs> He's shot, and they couldn't fit him in the elevator, so they just like stood him upright. It's like a weekend of Bernie's deal. <laughs> He's fine. I mean, he was strapped in, but like couldn't have been comfortable for the police officers, you know? Like, it's all right. The gurney won't break. He'll be fine. Yeah. The very least, the gurney will be good. Sorry, huh? Dustin's joining us. <laughs> <You're> Dustin. <laughs> he just showed up. Okay, Dustin. Uh, did you know you're podcasting with Kane tonight? Yeah. My dad's like the hell. I thought he was. What's canceling. going on in my basement? Oh my. I thought he was canceling, but he isn't canceling. Oh. He just texted me. Are you? You're gonna edit this out, right? Yeah. Okay. Because he was like, yeah, I'll bring the tires over. My dad's like, I'm working on your tires tonight. So dad was hoping. He was like, oh, no, you're not podcasting tonight. But Oh, well, tell Lee, just have your dad say no. No. No, because he said, my dad had asked, like, how's the truck going? And Kate had said, oh, it's fine. I'm podcasting with Kane tonight at your place. I'll bring the tires so you can take a look at him. And my dad's like, oh, good. <laughs> yeah, sorry. It's a crazy weekend because me and John need to knock it out per our contractual no, obligation with. <laughs> None of us just knew about it, so that's why we were asking. What time are you guys doing it? Uh, when the movie's over, Kane will be here. <laughs> going back to back, honey. <laughs> good thing it's not good, bad, and the ugly. You know how much I love... We're going to uh, have to plan that. Dude, I'm serious. 7 o'clock in the morning, start drinking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Turn the movie on at 9 o'clock. <laughs> God, be legendary. What are you doing for two hours before you turn the movie on? Warming up, oh. drinking. <laughs> we wanted to, we wanted to start a commemorative Cineman series with Dustin, where we actually get a little lit and then watch a movie that's good, <laughs> rather than like a bad movie. I mean, Bullet's great, but oh, it's yeah. just old enough that it's campy. Yeah, you know. But like, we wanted to watch like legitimately good I movies. I like you guys are essentially doing a podcast right now, but you're talking to me, <laughs> and it's like, shouldn't you be talking to microphones? Because you're essentially just talking about like what the movie is. Well, you're our only audience member anyway, so it's so meta right now. Dad upstairs, make sure you crop this out. But Dad is like, so this podcast, they just talk to themselves. He's <laughs> like, yeah. He's like, I'm gonna listen to the podcast, but I guess I always assume it's people in the background. I'm like, no, there isn't. He's like. So just talking to John down there. Like, yeah, your dad was at a podcast. I know, I he was, that. I was like, "Did you listen to the? Did you listen to the big football?" He's like, "Yeah, but we were talking to more than each other. Like we were talking to multiple people, not just one me and Kate and me and Red." It's <laughs> like I guess, yeah. But, so he's like, "So it's really just them two down there." Yeah. Now I can say no, Dustin's down there too. Well, yeah, but we just talked about movies. I know. He, yeah, he got it after I said it, but he was just like, he thought, "He thought there was a lot more." To it. No, it's like a radio show. That's what I told him. He's I know. <laughs> All right. Uh, yeah, I'll prop that out. Uh, 
<laughs> Which <know>. part? <laughs> what? Nothing. Which part of the last five minutes? <laughs> I'll get. I'll cut it off. Ever since I walked in, I started a new to recording. The, so it's hey Bailey, really... we could actually use your expertise. Oh, good I- good idea, honey. They say they said they had to the letter police. What? Did what? you say good idea, honey? Yeah, I said good idea, honey. Not you. Okay. I, thought, I, right. I, I thought he meant something. Okay, listeners, we got Bailey. Careful of the cord. We got Bailey down here in the studio, and now screening. my parents' basement is your studio. Shush! Don't screening break room. Magic. Screening room. Screening room. My Thank apologies. you. Now uh, they said that they have to the letter police, hospital, and morgue procedures in this movie. Now, can you? Does this look to the letter? They're in a hospital. They had to stand a man up on a gurney in a hot in an elevator <laughs> because it didn't fit. After he was shot with a shotgun. Is this to the letter hospital procedures? I don't... There are two people talking. Yeah, that happens in hospitals once in a while. But is it to the letter? <laughs> nope, they're not wearing white coats. What are you asking me? What is what to the letter? The procedures that are related to the You heard it here first, guys. This directly. is authentic. All I saw... Okay, See, like this stuff. They might not stuff. be hooking someone up in a hallway like that. I will say that. <laughs> they're not like... But this is 1968. And this person's thrown this is in a, the hallway. This is 1968. Even keep then. in mind My dad that they, was born in 62. Keep in mind they had to stand a man up who was in a gurney <laughs> to fit him in the elevator. Oh, yeah, they still people still do that. Really? No, yeah, really? Elevators, yeah, they still do that. Seriously? Yeah, that's why elevators had to be made bigger so they would have to they could avoid doing that. Uh, elevators in Spain that my uncle Dave was talking about. Yeah, that's what they have to Really? Yeah. Legendary. That's scary. Legendary. Yeah, that's where they put the feet on the bottom when you when they tip you, you're not like flopping forward, they'll put things up on you and then your feet meet the bottom of it. Authentic Hospital Apparently, to the letter, John. You, to you, the letter. You heard it here. Second. <laughs> we were making fun of it. Like how dumb. This is the dumbest. Have you never seen someone be stand up on a gurney? No, no, not in real life. It so insane. Well, not in real life. I've Obviously, seen it on bullet. Seen it in real life here either. Wait, 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 wait. What? No, this is to the letter. <laughs> Authentic to the letter, <laughs> Bailey. You can come down. <laughs> Hello. Howdy. We're just trying to figure out if they they, a, they said on the back of the box of the movie that they have to the letter police, hospital, and morgue procedures displayed in this movie. So we were getting Bailey's opinion. Oh. They were making fun of nineteen sixty eight technology. Uh, yes, Kane is coming over tonight. Sorry. Oh, that's all. Not four nerds on the <laughs> I'm a farmer, not a nerd. I pretend. <laughs> Although, did you? He's not. He's like. It. He's like. No, you know where I heard about this movie in 2008. Uh, they made. They made the bullet charger, the commemorative Mustang. charger. Mustang. Who are you? Look, see, I'm. Not... Are you a car guy? Me? Yes. Both of these this guys guy that are. Works for me has a 2015 Dodge Challenger, the Hellcat. Oh, them things are badass. Seven hundred fifty horse. Yeah. Oh. Sixty-eight thousand dollars. Yeah. <laughs> How do you afford that? that was a car. You Dude, you haven't driven a whole bet. Those engines. He bought a. Uh, those are the. Those are the most shit. powerful production car that they yeah. have ever made. I've he never had heard a of them. Cat for about three months, and the salesman. It's a uh, place. Uh, Dave Smith Auto over in Idaho. They, the biggest car dealer country. Oh, oh, people import oh. their cars from over there. Yeah, I heard about people that. Go from so all the we'll country. drive all the way over there to get a car. So he really? bought the scat yeah. pack. It's 
silly. Mm-hmm. And they called and said, hey, the owner of the company has been driving. He's got like 1,500 miles on him. <laughs> if you want it, George, come on over and get it. <laughs> so they gave him what he paid for trading value on the, on the Hellcat. Yeah. So nice. he went over it and he got that or on the scat back. Yeah. He got the Hellcat. He, <laughs> he's 60, I think 68,000 paid for it. And he, he got back to Spokane. No, not Spokane. Tri Cities or something. He started with some, he, some guy in the parking lot come up to it and start talking. Offered him 80. <laughs> Are you <laughs> kidding me? He said the, thing, the thing's already up to over $20,000 more than he paid for it. <laughs> people will follow. He said a guy followed him from uh, from South Salem to Kaiser. Well, I've, I've heard <laughs> you can't even because you can't even get a hold 000. of them. No, you can't. They only made six thousand. Mm-hmm. They're like even <laughs> just yeah. just buying the Hellcat engine. You're on. You're talking a year waiting list. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. That Those thing, things. That... The lime green that they had on the original Challengers back in the seventies. Oh mm-hmm. my god, kind of ugly color. <laughs> yeah, but whatever. It's pretty iconic. It's authentic Brian though. Had? Brian, he he's got a charger. Oh, tra- charger challenger. He well, had the, the charger. His is a the challenger's a two door. The charger's a four door. Oh, yeah, really he's know. got the four door. Oh, but they're amazing. I mean, he brought it to work one day, and I said I wouldn't bring that thing here. I'd he drive, drive it anywhere. <laughs> he put it in the shop so nobody could park next to it. I don't have a car like that. Well, and it's got the I don't know if I would specialty green it. on That's, it, so not just uh, anybody can get the color for it. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a it's a pretty uh, pretty amazing car, but it's got everything imaginable. YouTube mm-hmm. videos of those things on the drag strip. He's been I've never heard of them. I've just watched him at the drag strip. I haven't seen him on YouTube. Apparently, so. he uh, he's taking it to some track over in uh, Central Oregon, and uh, just to to run it because it'll let the ponies it'll run. 160 miles an hour. Oh yeah. What? Yeah. Oh, easy. Why would you do that? It he is. Has, he's already bought two new tires for it because he's like, too much. Money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We had, we worked with prisoners, and we and he took it out to Mill Creek Correctional where our prisoners go back because they come work at a, a work program with us. And so he took it out there for a car show they put on, and he just Whoa! he said <laughs> the state police were out there. Everybody, eh, it's all right, and he just yeah, and he just smoked everywhere. <laughs> Oh my gosh! Oh God! Yeah, if I pay sixty-eight thousand, better have a bathroom and a jacuzzi. (laughs) Good call. Live in that. All right, pizza Um, oven. So Kane will be here pretty soon. He'll be here after the moon. Nine thirty or so. Cats there. I'm bringing her. Where is she? Oh, she's out there. You want more cats? What? Want more cats? Hellcats. I've never heard of the Hellcat. You've never heard of a Hellcat? I have not, no. Alright, see so you guys. The Hellcat Bye, is Bailey. The, thank you for your input. The engine. Remember, it's 1968. Say thank you, Bailey. Thank you, thank Bailey. Thank you, Bailey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, yeah. You haven't seen the Hellcat? I have not, I would have no. swore you would have known about that thing, like, right away. I can't believe you don't know about the engine. Because the engine's been in development for so long, and it's been talked about for so long. Okay, so... It's a pretty nice supercharger. And he makes the LS as So he like drives a, a Mustang. 1968, if I believe I'm guessing, right? Because it's supposed to be a 40 It's on year. the picture. It's on the front of the DVD. 
Can you tell? Not entirely. Okay. Well, you'll see it. It's one of the most... It's one of the best, uh, like... That's not even a Mustang. Yeah, that, but that's why I was saying, like, doesn't that's it a look charger. like a char- That's what I that's said! That's a 68 Charger. What's in the back there? That's a Mustang. Okay, so he... But this is a 68 Charger. That's why I said Charger, <laughs> and you guys laughed at me. Yeah, let's see this. What did what did you say Charger about? The front. That's a 68 Charger. Okay. Now, the very back one, that's a Mustang. Yeah. You can tell by the headlights. Yeah. Why did I laugh at you? Because I was like, because the 2008 Charger. And he was like, <laughs> <laughs> you Mustang. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> and I was just trying to name the fucking vehicle that he was driving. And I looked at the picture before I said anything. You guys made me look like dipshits over well, here. Well, it's okay. We'll cut this part out. Oh, great. <laughs> Thanks. Dude, John By the so- way, thank you for doing the editing on all this. What? Thank you for doing the editing on all this. Oh, yeah, dude. I appreciate it. No, it's fine. I like doing it. I mean, sometimes it can be a pain in the ass, but a lot of times it's pretty easy, too, you know, so. Although, the last episode with Dustin, the Starship Troopers one, I had to go through, (laughs) and there was so many, like, instances of Dustin going, like... (laughs) (laughs) That's right. I remember that. I'm sorry, listener. I got as many. I edited out 50. I edited out... 50 and i'm pretty sure there was still like a hundred left when i listened to that i was like oh man i forgot my allergies were killing me that well it's funny because when you're talking to people yeah it's funny when you're talking to people you don't notice it then when you're listening you're like oh no (laughs) like people are gonna hate this yeah when i listen i'm like god i feel like a douchebag Nah, that was still a fun episode, though. I don't give a shit. Yeah, that was we don't do this. We do this for us. It's not exactly. like we do it for It's so, like, therapeutic. There's something in that episode, though, that I said. There, there's so many that funny is things. bullshit, and I need to correct that. About well, the train. here's your chance. I don't remember what it was. <laughs> well, me and Kane went a whole episode calling HBO Now HBO Go. <laughs> oh. And everybody was like, it's now. Oh, I remember <laughs> All the that. emails were like, it's HBO now. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Uh, Kane just texted me. He'll be here for an episode of Dilettantes after this. So I hope you guys are okay with Do so you want to join this too? I don't know. If he's here early, sure. Whatever. <clears throat> um... <laughs> But the Hellcat, did you see pictures of it yet? John? I did. That's that's a pretty impressive engine. I don't, I don't care horsepower. about the body that it's in. I just care about the engine. That thing's badass. Yeah, dude. I seen it at Woodburn Drag Strip. Saint. Saint it. <laughs> that's where I seen it. Like, I don't know much about cars, but the other day I fixed my car. I was proud of myself. Did you put sugar in? <laughs> no. But my car, did I tell you guys this already? No. I had to have told one of you guys this, but I'll tell you again. I don't think I said it on the podcast. But So my car, I was driving it, and for a few weeks it's driving, and it kind of gives me like a stutter. And it'll, you know, and you can feel the RPMs drop a bit. And I was like, oh, no. Like last time that happened to my car, the transmission went out the next day. Um, So I started thinking about issues with it, and I was like, well, maybe I need to put some like fuel injector cleaner in it. Maybe I got to put some like uh, lubricant in the transmission or something like <laughs> yes a chase scene. this is like the worst we gotta watch bullet again uh, when we can actually like watch when it. we're not recording yeah. yeah 
Because this movie's great. You want to borrow it? Or do you want to come over? We'll have to watch it Okay, okay. (laughs) You got to pin me down for that one. (laughs) Um, This is one of those good movies where it's like I haven't seen it in so long and you've never seen it. So I'm naturally inclined to like not really talk about it. Yeah. But it's so good. Um, Anyway. So the car was stuttering. Anyway, so I opened it up and I realized, like, I I had just cleaned off all the corrosion on the battery posts not that long ago. We did talk about this on the podcast, too, I think. Oh, great. (laughs) It's all right. Two weeks in a row. Okay, well, I cleaned off all the corrosion and the wires were in it because what had happened was my old battery leaked onto the wires and ate through them. So we had to, like, re-tape them all Mm -hmm. and do all this stuff. So, but uh, the corrosion was inside all of the wiring and, like, bubbling out of, like, our tape job. So, I had to go through there and, like, clean off all the corrosion and everything. And then I put some protection on it and rewrapped them and everything. And It's probably going to do it again. It probably will. I need to change it all. There's no no way around it. When you go to change it all, give me a call. Why? I build my own battery cables. Do you really? Mm -hmm. No. It's just wire with a freaking end clamped on it. I get it in 50 foot rolls. Well, shit. <laughs> it's going to be bigger than yours, but that's not a bad thing. That's fine. We can do that anytime then. I mean, I was thinking about Wait getting... another five days at least. Well, I'm not going to... No. Depending on how much John gives me to do after that five days. <laughs> Dude, I got other shit I got going on right now anyway, so... It'll last, if, you know... I don't think the corrosion will come back really quickly. I mean, I put a shit ton of that, like, protection spray on there, and it works pretty well, though. I've checked it every day. Battery goop. What? Battery goop. Battery goop? That's what I should have used? Let me... Whoa! Authentic hospital procedures? We don't know. Our expert isn't here. That's true. That looks like the fakest-ass CPR I've (laughs) ever seen, though. He's, like, not even pressing on the guy. Like, you should be cracking his motherfucking ribs right now, dude. <laughs> anyway, battery group. I'll put that on next time. I don't think that's what it's actually called, but that's what I call it. If you go to a... Yeah, it's just sugar and water. <laughs> <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> that was hilarious. And then to hear you talk about it on a podcast made me laugh so much. <laughs> Trying to work on a joke based around that. Like, <laughs> just like, you know, how I got this buddy who can sell you on anything. Like, yeah. So I got a question for you guys. Yeah. Did we record two podcasts in one night when we watched Dr. Fives 2? Yep. What were they? Starship Troopers? Dogs, Planet, or Planet Plazanet. I forgot we recorded that. The but didn't we watch two movies that night? Did we watch Star Trek Troopers and Dr. Fives? Did we? No. Dustin was there for Fives, wasn't he? Yeah. That movie sucked. And he was That's there like for the Star Trek Troopers. Worst possible movie I've ever seen. Yeah. Those are two separate nights, so I think. Okay, I Weren't thought they maybe were... it was the same night. Because the night of Dr. Fives, we did Plazana Earth and Dr. Fives Rises Again. Okay. Because we, we were talking about walruses. Yeah, it's on the end of the... Oh, is it really? Yeah. I need to go back and re-listen. What about it? Just set it somewhere. Perfect. <laughs> yeah, uh, Plazana Earth, I think, is somewhere. Okay. I think it's somewhere. It's somewhere. <laughs> I listened to it a couple days ago. Did you? Yeah. If you go read the notes on all the episodes, like, it'll say. Okay. Like, just go to the website. 
We have a website? Yes. I know this. This stuff is on the internet? Wait, so like, people can listen to this later? You shouldn't have been saying wait, wait. some of the things you were saying. <laughs> people can listen to this later? <laughs> <laughs> like anyone? Yeah. What? <laughs> I don't even ask for that credit card information. Do you I at least thought... get social security card? Number? I wish, dude. Oh, hey. Well, I was wondering when you got why you guys were trying to stop me when I was reading up all that information. Look, now I trust in our oh, okay. listenership that these guys are dipshit enough, but Dustin's here. Just kidding, listeners. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Dusty. We want you to be. We want you to be totally un. Actually, we want you to be totally biased. Well, first, tell them about our predicament. Okay, so, so this is a predicament. We're well, okay. So, am I going to tell them or you? Am I drunk enough to wrap my mind around whatever you guys are? About yes, to you should are. Be. Guarantee. I'm pretty good diagram drawer. <laughs> oh God! Not are you ready? Are you ready? Okay. Tell them the predicament. So we were both in Mount Angel because we just got done moving some stuff, and we realized that I needed to come to Silverton, and he needed to bring his car to Silverton. Well, my pickup is plenty big enough if we had a dolly to bring his to tow his car behind my pickup. But who wants to carry around a dolly all the time towing behind their pickup? So we had the idea of getting a dolly for a car that we could fit in the back of a pickup. So if we were in a similar predicament, we could just take it out of the bed of the pickup, put up the car, and go. Why don't you just go buy one? But I don't want to haul around a dolly all the time, and I don't know when I'm going to be you in take up this much room. But don't what? No, this is a real uh, thing. An actual tow yeah, behind dolly. You got two pads. Okay. You got two tires, and then a bar, and it all disassembles, and then a bar for the hitch. Crap. <laughs> well, let me tell you about my design. <laughs> I thought I solved world hunger. I built my own version of it. We were pretty sure that we were going to. We, yeah, this was our. We were all three going to retire Dustin next week. Dustin built his own version of it, and I said, and John said, you know who we should get in on this? Someone who's good at building things. And we're both like, yeah, like Dustin. Okay, so now write your diagram because now I feel defeated. <coughs> okay, so here's the thing. So like, here's the bed of the pickup, right? Mm-hmm. And so what I'm thinking, like, so on a normal. Tow behind dolly, like you got your hitch, right? And it comes out and it's wide, right? And like you you put the car on here, you know what I mean? Like, does that make sense? Is that, you yeah. follow that diagram so far? Yeah. So far. Okay. Now what I'm thinking. So I'll we just do, scrap that diagram? Yeah. Now we're going to the next one. So we got the bed of the pickup. Okay. okay. And we got the hitch right here. So what I was thinking mm. was we got something that's a little smaller, Right. That'll fit in the bed of the pickup. Okay. And maybe you got, like, this device has, like, two big old, like, wheels, like, right under it. Okay. Just, like, trailer wheels. Okay? So then... So then, when you take it out, and you attach it to the hitch, you know, and it's got this frame, and it's, like, this wide, but it's got, like, a mnemonic... Pneumonic, is that the right word? Pneumatic. Pneumatic. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> That's either a memory device or satanic. I don't know. <laughs> Pneumonic. <laughs> well, we put like a goat skull on it or something? <laughs> I would recommend. Pneumonic is a memory device. I know. Device. Well, then what's the one that's satanic? Demonic. <laughs> I don't know why I get those two confused, but I do. <coughs> no. Demonic. 
You know what? Bubonic. It sounds the same to me. Bubonic. So you get it like this, but it's what? It's but it's. I'd recommend hydraulic. Okay, so it's hydraulic. That's what I want. It's hydraulic. Just shut up. But it's got basically like a jack. It's got to be just got a jack system. Yeah, it's got a jack system. And so what happens? So what happens is here's the truck, right? And you got the wheel here, and here's the hitch, and it's attached to this. So it comes down, and it's got the wheels, and it's this like little thing. And what happens is so you jack it up, and what happens is so it's it's narrow enough that the car is wider, and it's got the car's got the tires here. And you pull the car up underneath oh, it. So you're like yeah. grabbing onto the block of the car. Yes. Okay. Gotcha. So then you got your jack and you fucking I'm jack it up you, and we down. Need to test the prototype. A floor jack and a rope. <laughs> <laughs> you, you guys are. Uh... Wait, I'm not done. I'm not done. So then you jack it up. And this thing goes like up underneath it. And what it does is it lifts it up. But the rear tires of the car. They're still on the ground. Yeah. The they're front traveling. wheels are just uh, they're suspended. Up. Yeah, you like I said, you remove the steering. Yeah, see. Okay, right. Diagrams. Wait, diagrams. Wait. wait, I'm gonna really piss you off right now. No, like, really bad. You can do this with a floor jack and a rope. <laughs> floor jack and a three-eighths cable. That is the design for a semi. That's how they move semi ones. See, that's what I was saying. <laughs> Except they don't. But now use. we're talking. Invent something that's been invented. No, I want to make it for public use in a pickup truck. Yeah, even better. Make it something well, that would fit underneath <clears throat> the bed, so I'd still have full use of the bed. No, that's just, that's. Be the, quiet, Dustin. <laughs> you already shattered. Yeah, why didn't we come here? <laughs> that was our million dollar idea. See, now this is why I'm a mechanic. This because is why these two are engineers and they can't do anything right the first fucking time. <laughs> I'm not even close to an engineer. neither. <laughs> You're trying to engineer right now. Look, we just thought it was a good idea. We thought you this were looks like side. a Roadrunner burnout. Wait, so, so <laughs> Dusty, Yo. elaborate okay, on, so your, on, on the dolly you made that you can't take apart and fit in the back of the pickup. Well, it's really heavy. Okay, that's and what that, John said. That's what we want to get away from. Yeah, well, we want something lighter. You can make it out of aluminum, but for me, it wasn't cost-effective. Yeah, that's going to be expensive. And mine, I built it for like cars, not for pickups. Well, no, no, no. See, no, no, no. So well, he has a small car. I have yeah. a pickup. The okay. idea was that, like, well, we both had to drive here. Yeah. So mm-hmm. why not just tow my car? It's a good idea, baby. <laughs> it's a good idea. Tow my car. Have you guys pickup. ever seen trailers that have? Axles that can be widened and narrowed. Yeah. Okay, that's where of I course. got. Duh! Everybody's seen that. Okay, that's <laughs> where I got my idea. All, mine's made out of square tubing. Okay. And you know, it's a square tube, and then you get a tube with the OD, the same as the ID, slightly smaller than the ID of the other one, so it'll fit in there. Outside and inside diameter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God you're here, John. I was like. The id. That's something that, that that's something Freud, Freud. talked about. <laughs> okay, when we start talking about psychology, the Dustin. odd and the id. <laughs> John. Good, good call there, Rhett. The id. And how does that? What's the odd? Uh, it's you. <laughs> oh, By the way, it's the same. I principle. like how they both laughed at that, and Bailey's like, "That was the dumbest joke." <laughs> this is why we're friends, Bailey. Yeah. Because no one else will be. Grown men sit on a two-person couch over there. 
No. No. <laughs> That's not true. We each have a microphone. And That's we each not have, true. We're in separate corners of the room. We're not like... I like cuddling. screening room. I like my office screening chair. Room. Thank you. Well, my dad went up there and was like, what are they doing? My dad's like, this, you're sitting down there. Or you're <laughs> <laughs> Wait, this is a three-person couch. That's what I would call it. Well, okay. I mean, you got a 300-pound yeah, guy, 200-pound two two pound guy, 200-pound guy. Yeah, that's a two-person one. This is a three-person one. <clears throat> it's the one you could lay on. It's a tight three-person couch. I could couch. couch I mean, you got 700 pounds of guy right here. It's obviously a three pound guy. Wow. Gay. <laughs> ladies, <laughs> ladies, <laughs> seven hundred pounds of That's guys. Rough, rough by the Because I know John's probably about two. We'll charge you a penny so per pound. Right, okay, so. Oh Jesus, you guys have gotten huge. What? How big are you at? I'm like one eighty. No, okay. One eighty five. As say one ninety one. I might be 190, but before Oktoberfest, before hair, <laughs> Everything's before hair, I was 179. I got over 100 and pounds. And I started drinking you. and eating a lot. And I was like, I'm stressed. I'm just going to eat and drink whatever I want. <laughs> and then we moved. Me, it was Oktoberfest. Still hot. Huh, I don't have to work. I'm going to drink until I can't walk. <laughs> so I did Saturday. Hey, us too. You tell him about the Jason thing? Yeah. He, he texted me, and then he didn't answer back he to my... He was such a bitch about it, Justin. Just me? About, yes. I was... A Nobody b- expects any different out of him, Jason Kincaid, but yeah, like... Uh, well, obnoxious. I don't know if anybody else here knows this, but this is not the first incident. Rhett I remember, Jason. dude. Oh, Rhett told me. <laughs> I wanted to call him Justin, but yes, J- Jason. Um, yeah, he was telling me about that. Yeah. Uh, no, it's what was this whole ordeal about? It was stupid, dude. It was stupid. Oh, I know it was. I saw him, and I went to go say hi to Adrian Regimball, and then, and then Jason was like, "Hey, Rhett, how's it going?" And so I started talking to him. Was this Saturday? Yes. Yeah, I started yeah, talking he was, to him. He was pretty belligerent that night, dude. He was, <laughs> and I thought I was being nothing but nice. He was Bailey, kind of a dick to me, and I was like, "Yeah, well, I know." I, I, I was getting ready to yeah. like literally at a certain point. I was just like, I was willing to fight him, but I'm glad I didn't because it's like I didn't want to fight. I was being really nice to him. There was nothing you could have said. He was that gone. Like, he oh yeah, and I and I well, was like, dude. And Jason has this mentality about him. Like him and I go together very well. We go somewhere, we get fucking hammered. Somehow, I still keep my mindset. You're a very, you're a very chill, like drunk. I can decide who needs to be hurt, and then he. Well, just, this is this is what I don't understand. I can keep him from getting in trouble. That's how that's, it works. That's how you did the, that last time when <laughs> yeah. me and him almost got in a fight because you guys were like, you were like, dude, I don't want to see my two friends fight. This is bullshit. And then we're like, fine. Like, not that I really wanted to fight him, but he just kept talking trash, and I was like, am I going to have to, like, get in a fight right now? just consider the source, and realize... I like Jason, but... When this day, is involved, just never take what someone... Dude, and then Adrian was there. Adrian was like, no, Jason, let's just go. We don't have to do this. I know, he was, like, the voice of reason the entire night. I was like, <laughs> and, I, and then he would, like, Jason wouldn't He's let 15. go of me. Like, he yeah. had my hand. Uh-huh. He wouldn't let go of me. And he goes, look, I'm just saying, you fuck with my family, and I'm going to fucking kill you. <laughs> And I was like, and I was like, I was like, dude, I'm not even that's talking to your family. Movie. Like, I love Adrian. I love Adrian, <laughs> dude. And I was like, that's not a big deal. And he goes, you have a quick mouth, and it's gonna get your ass beat, Rhett. And I was like, 1968 Jason. Mustang GT. There you, there you go. go. That's his car. Fastback. But he just like wouldn't let go of me. And I was like, okay, like trying to pull away. I was like, all right, Jason, it's not that big a deal, dude. 
And he goes, if you don't shut that quick mouth, I'm going to pop you in the chin. <laughs> if you don't shut that quick mouth. And I, and I was like... And, and then, I can't see him saying quick mouth. He kept saying he kept saying I had a quick <laughs> mouth or something like that. Or what did he say? Like Something maybe like that. Or maybe he said I talk so fast. He said I like talk so fast is going to get me into trouble. Basically is what he that. kept saying. He said if you keep talking, the way you talk is how you're going to get yourself mm-hmm. And I was like, Jason, I'm not looking for anything here, buddy. I was like, look, I'm just having a good time. You came to me. I said hi. And I was like, dude, how's your wife doing? How's your kids doing? Have you seen Dustin lately? And he goes, yeah, man, no, they're all great. They're all great. And then for a second, it was a normal conversation. I was like, good, dude, that's great. And he goes, but I'm just telling you one thing. I'm just telling you one thing. You don't, you mess with my fucking family, I'm going to fucking beat your ass. And I was mm-hmm. like, I'm not talking to your fucking family, dude. Eventually, I lost my shit with him, but, but, uh. Adrian got him to go away finally. I was just like, I was just like, how did that happen? It was for 20 minutes, too. Yeah. Yeah. And it was for 20 minutes. And I went, I went from being like perfectly like okay, like dealing with a drunk person to just like imagining myself getting ripped off of him by the police, like my arms too tired to like lift. I mean, he was so drunk, I probably could have knocked him over, like, just by pushing yeah, him. Yeah, he was... He was that gone. drunk. Like, yeah. he was just like... Jeez. That's why I kept telling you, just leave him alone, he doesn't know what he's doing. But I've seen him to where he can barely walk and still smear people's heads against the house. He should have done it to me. <laughs> no, yeah. But he he didn't want to fight you. I know! Like, and I, can, I, kept I like, can tell by how long goes, this oh, confrontation and was. Then he, and then he said, and then he said <laughs> being Dustin's friend is only going to get you so far before I beat your ass. <laughs> You're in fucking tinies, for God's sake. I was oh, yeah. like, yes! Yeah. Is Robert there? Yeah, I told I Robert. Was there. I told Robert to quit <laughs> serving him. Like, I was like, like, I was like, Jesus Christ. I'm surprised Robert didn't call me. Robert Duvall. Because when he goes in there and gets a little knee rate, Robert will call it, it me. Was like, and all it was is somebody said something wrong to Adrian, and Adrian was going to, like, start a fight with somebody. Oh, it was Adrian the whole time? Someone was trying well, to start a fight with Adrian. Because remember those two guys got in each other's faces? That wasn't... Oh, that wasn't Adrian? Okay. No. no I had it backwards. Well, I, it Jason's was, pretty protective of Adrian well, yeah. and Cody. That's and, what he said. Yeah, you fuck with my family. family. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Sam is protective as though. Aren't these people grown men? Like, can't they defend themselves? If grown they're drunk men. And, uh, no, Adrian is pretty <laughs> sober. And Adrian, exactly you so should see he came out, Adrian. Adrian came out and gave me a hug. And he was like, I am so sorry. (laughs) And I was like, dude, I love Jason. I don't know why he was doing that, though. I don't hold it against him. I'm just saying, at a certain point, I was like, I was like, calculate. I texted him like right after. I was like, dude, have you seen Jason lately? Like, what the fuck? I get this text. I tried to reply. You said shit. (laughs) That's what you wrote. (laughs) Well, because when I left Jason, he was drunk. <laughs> but, oh, God, dude, he was gone. <coughs> but and, when, uh, and I was nothing but I didn't like, text you back until a couple hours after you texted me. It was 3.40 in the morning. Thanks. When I texted you back. Yeah. <laughs> but it happened at like 1 or something. No, it or, happened like close, maybe 11 or midnight. Oh. It was close to midnight, yeah. Yeah. Well, either way, I woke up at that time. I'm just like getting ready to go to work. I'm like, what? The only annoying part about it was that we had friends and family there and... And we were, like, only stopping in for a short time. And it ended up being a big, long ordeal because Jason wouldn't let go of my hand. (laughs) And I just, like, imagine all the ways the nights could go. I was like, well, I could die. Or it's like, I have nothing to lose. Like, if I'm going to die, 
Like, maybe I'll just, like, and I'm, like, looking around for, like, sharp objects and, like, blunt things to, like, just be, hit them as hard as I, I was. I do when they go into a bar? No, but it was minute 19 of a 20-minute ordeal, and I thought I was going to get into a fight. And I, was I like, will say though, we were prepping Octo- prepping tinies for Oktoberfest, and Robert took away all these folding chairs. And <laughs> I told him like, "You should leave the folding chairs. Take away those the, the bar stools. stools." Yes, that's uh, because what I, I, I told decided him, on the stool. I told him first thing <laughs> I'm going to pick up is heavy stool versus that, folding yeah. chair, and then he told me why. The women always grab the chairs. He's never had a man. Grab a weapon in a bar fight. No. The women I will pick been up the a, first. <laughs> a, women always I pick can't up. There's women, women out there who are trashy enough to have a fucking bar fight. Oh, there's women yeah, there's trashy some pretty trashy enough. ones. Did I used to bounce at a nightclub? No. Dude, there's women trashy enough to be <laughs> fornicating in the closet at Tiny's. <laughs> no, no, that's not real. Two, two <laughs> women lesbians. Robert had. Robert had to. <laughs> And then he told me about it in front of his wife, and it was fucking hilarious, because I had to make a joke. I was like, well, Robert, because Reagan was there, well, I don't know if I had to, would have the moral conscience not to say, this is okay as long as I can join. <laughs> Reagan's look, man, was worth every <laughs> cent of that breath that I used. <laughs> yeah, but the security guard <coughs> wouldn't go, because they walked in there and says nobody can be in there. The security guard comes over and tells Robert. Wouldn't do anything. Robert's like, deal with it. Yeah. Oh, shit. Where the hell were we? I don't know. (laughs) This makes for good comedy. Drinking John Fink's beer. (laughs) Friday night, I think. We were at But he opens the door. And there's one chick laid back and they're wearing skirts. And the other chick's up under the skirt. (laughs) Is that fornicating, though? Yeah. That's not fornicating. Technically, no. Oral sex is not fornicating. Why do you think it was love eating? If it's insertion of anything, I consider pointing it. Uh, do you insert anything? Uh, Not really. For women? Well, I mean, uh, you know, sometimes you get the, get here, the yes, stinky no, pinky no. in there or something. What did you just... <laughs> oh, dusty. Stinky pinky. Is that a medical <laughs> term? Is that to the letter hospital procedures? That one of 56. Yeah, right. That's an anatomical term, yes. Stinky Pinky. Look it up in Webster's. <laughs> oh, God, I want to. Can just you please name this episode Stinky Pinky? Oh, jeez. No, I, na- I name all the Cinnamon episodes <laughs> oh, after the movie. Cinnamon, that's right. If it was Kane's, yes. I'll, put, I'll call it Bullet, and then in parentheses, the Stinky <laughs> Pinky. <laughs> oh, jeez. Dustin, I want to know your terms for all areas of the body, because I feel like they'd be hilarious. <laughs> well, Stinky Pinky is not what you guys are thinking. I'm going to look it up in Urban Dictionary. <laughs> I'm just Googling but, it. <laughs> yeah, so that was that. I did settle on the bar stool if I had to. <laughs> Those are heavy bar stools. They were! You'd I, get your ass kicked if you grabbed one of them. I don't know. You wouldn't Swing be fast enough. hard enough. You wouldn't be fast enough. I don't know, man. I don't know. <laughs> not compared to me, at least. Look, I'm not saying I'm a tough guy, but I'm saying there was a certain part of my career where I had to fight people for a living. And when you're a Oh my god, Stinky Pinky is a rhyming game. Yes! I saw the same thing <laughs> Child. Child's game and yeah. Dust's game. <laughs> whoop whoop. It was a radio show. 
<laughs> about relationships, sex, and general medical issues. Well, oh, dude, we just started a podcast called The Stupid Pink. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, I know the Stupid Pink is. Yeah. From Urban Dictionary. Stinky Pinky. Stinky Pinky. What What was the thing you said that had me laughing so hard that one time? What? One in the stink, two in the pink. Five in the stink. <laughs> in the legendary words of John Schaefer, five in the stink. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh that is something John would say. <laughs> but the look on his face when he Holy shit, I know where they are. Yeah, where? San Francisco. No shit. Oh, really? Wow. <laughs> a movie that's been in San Francisco for a whole hour and ten minutes is now in San Francisco. Well, I only paid attention the last ten seconds. We've been talking about Everyone's going to hate this episode. It's just like flatlining. <laughs> <laughs> that's what it is, yeah. You can't hear anything. This, is, this goes down in history as the earbud breaking episode. Well, the, bre- the it, thing is I'll compress it so it'll bring it down. We're still going to get digital distortion. There's no way around that. Yeah. But, uh, but you'll bring it down and it'll be loud. One thing I pride all of our episodes on since like the early days, since I figured out... Is all of our episodes are loud. They might not be the most crystal clear, but they're loud, so you can turn it down. If I you hate want. podcasts that they're are really so quiet. quiet. Yeah, like my pickup volume's all the way up, and I can just start to hear it. Yeah, I agree. So I pride myself. It, on you a do loud a good podcast. job. You do a good job. I should realize this is going to happen. You invited one Thanks. of the loudest drunk guys here. I know. I told John, I was like, when, when he gets in here, tell him we can't be that loud. <laughs> I mean, we can. Bailey's you guys are still loud. being louder than me. <laughs> I know. That's true. I'm trying. I'm trying. I, just, I yeah. imagine Bailey's parents being you know in what, bed already. But. You know what the most legendary thing in your guys' podcasts are? Her laugh. Dude, I know. Dude, I know. <laughs> Dude, Dude, I know. Yeah, we played it to Carissa. So there's this episode. It's like episode 10 or 11 of Duel of Taints. It's called... Uh, I called it Therapist Finder. Oh. The, the Rapist Finder. Because Kane asked if he was a rapist, and so The Rapist Finder. Yeah. And when he goes, right, I have a serious question, he, like, builds up and builds up. And I'm like, what is it, dude? I thought he was going to ask me, like, you know, like, I don't know, some deep question. And he goes, do I look like a rapist? And Bailey's just like, bah! Oh, my God, I remember this episode. I'm Although I had a ringtone as the longest time of mine and Kane's laugh when Double A was dressed as a gorilla helping a homeless man panhandle for money. <laughs> and we filmed it. <laughs> and he's over there like dancing and the guy stops. Oh my God, and we're filming it and our laughs were like, <laughs> like we just couldn't breathe. <laughs> like we were laughing so hard we couldn't breathe. And then he comes back in and tells us what happened. And he goes, and he's like, what happened? And he, and he puts, the guy put down the sign and apparently he goes, look, man. I get what you're trying to do, but I just, I just really don't need your help right now. <laughs> That's a 68 Dodge Charger RT. I told you, Charger. Go up and tell Bailey's dad that I knew something. <laughs> oh, he just clipped the car. Charger, what are you talking about? Because I, earlier I had said, oh, you know, because I was making fun of these guys for being, because Dustin was like, I'm not a nerd. I'm a guy blah 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 I said I'm a farmer pretending yeah. to be a nerd and I was like dude you fucking went on you were like oh I did hear about this movie that 2008 commercial with the two and what I said was I didn't say anything say about commercial Charger like and then you guys were like Charger he drives a Mustang no I said it was a Mustang that was released yeah it and is they a called Mustang. it a bullet Mustang bullet drives the Mustang this guy's driving the Charger 
Slugbugs. What are you doing? Oh. Now this legendary hill. This is pretty cool. I know, dude. When I went to California, the only, only in the sixties could you have a car chase in San Francisco. When I went to California, mm-hmm. I made my only rule was to drive on that hill. For me to go down there, I wanted a whole day to where I could go drive on that hill. Look at that, dude. Oh. And I drove a single axle farm truck down it. <laughs> yes, this is it, dude. It's so awesome. Dude, you think I, I like really the Volkswagen. No, you they, think they were really getting air or no? No, they couldn't handle it. The Mustang could. You don't think the Charger could handle the air? I don't think so. It's too heavy. So how did they show it getting air, though? Bought a new one after that scene. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> how did they do the jumps in Dukes of Hazard? Exactly. They just 68 right freaking cars later. And I don't even think that's all of them. I think it was just 68 freaking judges. Dude, this is crazy. These guys are, like, really chasing right now. This is pretty cool. This is the legit car chase scene. But what's funny is, being a car guy, I know that off the line, in an exhibit a couple of scenes ago, that Mustang would have caught that car so fast. The Mustang was and, a better car than the Charger? And a freaking drag. The but way, I mean, the way like, they were doing it, it was lightweight and nimble. They're like rally racing right now, though. Yeah, well, the freaking Mustang wins every time in a rally race. Really? Oh, the Charger's <laughs> way too heavy. So then why is the Charger, like, such a beloved car? Because if, they like, are the drag racing badass cars, because you can slap a big-ass motor in them things. So yeah. that's what they're for? They're just for, like, ripping balls? Straight and lines. Mopar- Straight yeah. lines? Okay. <laughs> yeah, Mustangs. Good old American car. Well, Mustang, Mustang, Mustang is rally, Charger's drag. But I thought Mustang, they were, like, American classic muscle. Not as much as a Charger, huh? No, the, the charger the used Mustang, like stainless steel, like the most, no, like the Mustang, the most ridiculous <laughs> vulcanized like, diamond. The Mustang <laughs> is, a, is originally a soccer mom car. The what is? The no, Mustang. yeah, they're more of a soccer. The mom sixty-four car and a half was a soccer mom car, pretty much. Get out of here! With all the road flare and all that shit, the Charger Look was a legitimate muscle car. Would that happen? Oh, he's turning the wheel a lot more times than he should have been. Well, he's overcompensating. I mean, he did like five turns. He probably did. Look, he lost them. But he did like five turns going one direction. It only goes like two and a half times. Does it? Yeah. You ever steered your car as far to one direction as you well, can? Well, maybe he jerked it back the other way. It was like this. <laughs> well, because it kept jerking out of his hands. <laughs> no, that model had power steering. It wouldn't jerk it out of his hands. <laughs> really? It had power steering back then? I think so. I want to say they did. When did power steering like become like commonplace? The thirties. The thirties? Just not, just not in cars. What? No, it was like. What are you talking about oh, boats? Probably ocean liners. <laughs> <laughs> probably. Yeah, anything you had to turn a hundred and eight no. times to get it to turn left. No, it was probably. 50, Here we go. Uh, Chrysler in- introduced the first commercially. It was probably fifty-one. Does... No. no. Is he really no. correct? No, guys, oh my god. Oh, oh my god, <laughs> Bailey started reading half a Google search and Dustin fucking hammered it on it's the head. Yeah. The only reason I ever remember it is, John will know, I associate it with a power glide. I actually don't Hydro know. Hydroglide's my favorite sex move. <laughs> I like the power glide. Uh. I like a four-speed power glide. 
Now, okay, so the Mustang There's was There's somebody lost. on here who's going to correct me on that last comment. Oh, never mind. He already caught up to him. So that's the power of the Mustang, though, Ooh. right? He just drove him off the road. A Mustang could not force a Charger off the road. And, well, the box move, I guess it could. Well, he he hit he clipped a, a car. Well, he looks like he's still on the road. Wait a minute. Bullet's driving the Charger. No, he's in no, the Mustang. No, yeah, okay, he's sorry, in the Mustang. What do you do in this situation? I mean, you just like, oh, okay, I caught him. Finally. You could try the box move. Yeah. Or whatever that's called. Now he's about to get shot. Where you kind of go like this and yeah. spin him out. Yeah. Like that. I still I just have a hard time believing that 2,000 pounds of weight difference would... Well, look, he's slamming his car into it right now and yeah. it's doing nothing. That's why I'm saying I have a feeling that eventually it's going to do something and I'm not going to believe it. Possible. I wonder what that car has for an engine. It's probably got a 302 boss. I was going to say probably. 302 boss. What's a 302 boss? How well, do you know You think so? Just teach me everything well, I need to know about cars to sound like a badass. You know this kind of stupid shit about computers. How are you asking them how do they know this stuff? I don't know everything about it. Like, I just sent you a video of a guitar the other day that I didn't have any freaking clue about. But I didn't know that much about it either. You knew more than I did. I knew the year it was manufactured. Yeah. (laughs) I figured That's because that company only made guitars in that era. Oh. I didn't know that. What was it? Checkmate. Oh. They only made... I told Dustin, I was like... I was like... I said it's a late... It's a late 60s, early 70s guitar. Okay, that's so impressive. It's like, oh, that's because Checkmate only made guitars late 60s, early 70s. They get me. I can fucking tell you about a freaking Hertz car more than you even know what a fucking Hertz car is. What's a 302 Boss? That's a 302 Windsor Ford engine. It's like one of their Why do they call it the Boss? Because it's like badass? Because it's the Boss Mustang. They put it in the Boss Mustang and it was like the... It was the the Boss. It was the shit at the time. So... It's a Windsor block. And they it's called it El Jefe. Pretty much. <laughs> in Mexico. In Mexico, they called it the 302 Jefe? Yeah. They called it the... But it, it's in the... Trece... <laughs> the 280... <laughs> El Jefe. For our Spanish listeners. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. clown. <laughs> And that is it for this week's episode of Cineman, the spiciest movie podcast. As always, you can email us, cineman at airpodcast.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash airpodcast. And uh, you can tweet at me, at Red is Awesome. And you can tweet at the show, at Cineman Spice. As always, thank you for listening. We'll pick up part two exactly where we left off. And as always, check out gilgameshbrewing.com.